Hey folks, welcome to another edition of the Shire Salvos podcast. Jack Clifton with you, guiding you through everything that's happening in the life of our church at our Menai and Miranda locations, as well as playing you the sermon this week from Mark Soper. Hope you really do enjoy that talk a little bit later on in the podcast. Thanks for tuning in once again and make sure you continue to tell your family and friends about uh, the Shire Salvos podcast. A great way to keep up to date with what's happening in the life of our church. It's a great way to re-listen to the sermon if you're on your way to, to, to work when you're, you're listening to it, or perhaps you might be on your way home from work while you're listening to it. I certainly think uh, there is some benefit in, in listening uh, to the sermon more than once if you were there at church and if you weren't able to make church. And this is obviously a great resource uh, for you to, uh, to get a chance to listen uh, listen to the sermon, hopefully grow in, in your faith and uh, get some encouragement um, and some enlightenment from uh, the sermon from uh, from Mark. We're going to hear Mark's sermon very, very shortly. But first here on the Shire Salvos podcast, we're going to jump in and see what's making news around and our Menai and Miranda locations. We have the Encounter Night of Prayer and Praise happening uh, on Monday night. This this podcast will obviously be released around four o'clock uh, Monday afternoon. So th- there's a chance you're listening to it and it's not uh, not Monday, the, the no- November the 14th anymore. But uh, if you do manage to, to hear it just before, then there is uh, the Encounter Night of Prayer and Praise, 7 p.m. up at Church, 11 Pilliga Place at Bangor on the 14th of November. These happen fortnightly as well. If you're, you're unaware, it's a, it's a great way to uh, connect with other people in our church, a great way to um, be, be, uh, be present with God in a more intimate setting. Um, and uh, yeah, it does happen every two weeks. So if you missed the November 14 um, edition, um, we'll be backing things up on November 28 and that'll be running up Right until uh, right until the uh, the Christmas break. If you've got questions about that or anything um, uh, that we talk about in our news section, you can always ring the church office. Their phone number is nine five four three zero four eight seven. That's nine five four three zero four eight seven. The encounter nights start at seven o'clock uh, as well. Uh, it was great to see everyone at the Menai Salvo Store Community Barbecue. Myself and uh, Claire, we were up there on Saturday for a brief little period. It was great to see lots of people for our community um, out there supporting the barbecue, supporting the Salvo Store and, and supporting Michelle Wheatley in, uh, in what she's doing, the work that she's doing uh, at the uh, the Menai Salvo, Salvo Store um, out there in uh, in Menai. So yeah, let's continue to support um, our, our community. Let's continue to get out there and uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's go to the shop. Let's yeah, try and uh, investing in, in community and those kinds of things because I think it is a very, very important thing. So yeah, bravo to everyone uh, that did uh, make their way there. Uh, the Gingerbread House Party is coming up on Monday, the 5th of December. So this is a women's event that we do annually um, at the Salvation Army. So it's running between 7 and 9. Uh, it's going to be up at uh, 11 Pilliga Place, Bangle at church. A uh, great chance to, yeah, just get a, get to spend a bit of fellowship with uh, with the ladies. Um, yeah, getting a chance to, to chat and, and just maybe relax after a stressful day at work. Um, I personally wouldn't find it relaxing making a gingerbread house, but I don't have a creative bone in my body. Um, but I do hear it. Is, is lots of fun and uh, yeah, I would encourage you to do that. Great way to meet new people, great new, uh, great way to, to, to see people that you normally see um, uh, outside a church setting. Uh, it's $35 a kit. Um, it's gluten-free. Uh, there's chocolate or regular gingerbread and it does include icing, uh, board and cellophane. But you do, do need to BYO your own lollies. Uh, if you want uh, more information about that, again, you can call the church office 95430487 or you can contact Beck Kundasami directly. Beck is the one that is looking after that 
Um, yeah, let's uh, let's try and get behind that. I think it's a uh, yeah great when we support the men's and women's events that are happening, and uh, that sounds like a pretty good one. Might even just kind of nudge you in the right direction for Christmas spirit as well uh, happening in early December. Uh, talking of Christmas, uh, next Monday, the twenty first of November, uh, the Boomers and Beyond are having their Christmas party at Club Central at Menai. Uh, you do need to RSVP to Robin Reeves by November the fourteenth. Although if that date has passed, I'm sure if you ring up Robin, they will be able to find a spot for you. So. It's going to happen at Club Central Menai. They're meeting at 11.30 a.m. for lunch. Uh, that is at your uh, own expense and a good chance, again, uh, to spend in fellowship with fellow Christians and, uh, yeah, enjoy a nice meal, enjoy being out and about and enjoying this time of the year, I guess, that, uh, yeah, for, for some people, obviously very, very hard, but for others, it is a very enjoyable time of the year. So would encourage you to, to get involved uh, with that. Uh, elsewhere, we've got the Young Adults Retreat. That's happening early next year. We've spoken about this a fair bit here on the Shire Salvos podcast. On the weekend of the 17th to the 19th of February, Mark and Lauren Soper will be the speakers uh, at the uh, the Pitwater YHA. It's $160 for the weekend, although that is the early bird price and that stops on November 28th. So if you're keen to head up there and uh, again, have some great fellowships and great learning with other young adults, I would encourage you uh, to do that uh, very, very shortly because uh, that uh, early bird price it's only running uh, for a couple more weeks as well. Uh, and to finish our news section, we've mentioned it in church a little bit, but there is some Christmas volunteering opportunities up at church. There's different things such as gift wrapping, hamper packing, Christmas collecting, and also the Christmas setup and pack down. Uh, so in regards to uh, gift wrapping and Christmas collecting, Michelle Wheatley is the person that you want to direct your attention to. Zoe Lang is looking after the hamper packing and uh, Joel Campbell is uh, all, all to do with the Christmas setup and pack down. I did chat with Joel a little bit earlier at church um, and he did say that it was uh, the case of of packing down all the all the chairs and the way that church is set up I think it might have been on uh, the 11th of December um, uh, version of church. I'll have to double check those dates and you can check that with Joel directly if you ring the church office. Um, and then, yeah, the, the following Friday, bring everything back together um, because they are, are going to be having their, their toy selection and all of the great stuff that they do at, do at church. It's going to be used as more of a community center throughout the week and just need to get it right for uh, for church on the Sunday. So if any of those things um, uh, do kind of pique your interest, uh, do uh, contact them. You can contact Miranda either on 9542-9500 or uh, and 9543-0487. And you can also find out more information about what the Salvos are doing this Christmas time by heading to their website, salvationarmy.org.au forward slash Christmas is the website there. Lots of people need help. There's always lots of stuff that's happening in a, the Shire Salvos organization. So if you have a, a free few hours, you might have a day off here or there. And, and if you can help out, that would be a, a really massive help to uh, the, uh, the, the ministry team here at Shire Salvos, but also helping uh, a lot of other people in the community that need it as well. Uh, so that wraps up all the news here on the Shire Salvos podcast. We're going to jump into the sermon from Sunday, the 13th of November. Lucky to have Mark Soper bring us the word here on the Shire Salvos podcast. I believe that God has something to speak to us each today. I believe that. And, um, you know, God still speaks to people that take time to listen. And we've got 15, 20 minutes. And I just believe that God is going to speak to us each. I want to share with you, um, I might get a little bit passionate. You know, sometimes I get a bit passionate, you know. Um, Like when it's pouring rain and thunderstorm and you're trying to talk and the power goes out. But you and I are in the business of eternity. You and I are in the eternity business. I want you to think about that. Our lives impact eternity. 
to just process that a little bit. What you do here on earth has eternal consequences, but it also is something that I believe we need to be rem- remember from time to time. And the Holy Spirit's been taking me on a little bit of a journey about reminiscing about just life and just trying to take some of these significant moments in life. I think Zoe starts high school next year, Jude starts um, primary school next year. And, and um, one of the things I've been reminiscing also is at the end of every year, normally the sopers and the chans, we get together and we have a bit of a... Um, a spread and we come together, it's fantastic. I've been reminiscing about the relationship with the Chans and obviously about my friend Andrew Chan who was sadly uh, executed in Indonesia. And um, on the screen here, you'll just see a couple of photos that I was going through this week. There's my dad and um, Andrew and his nephew. He's grown up now. I think he's nearly, he's about eight or nine now. Um, And then the next photo, this is me and Luke back in the day. We had a bit more hair back then, Luke. You were a bit lighter, and so was I. And um, that's a photo in the prison in sort of like they had like a room there, and we got to go and visit him. And then this this, this photo, the next photo, that's pretty dirty water, right? This is in the middle of a Bali prison, and Andrew would baptize people. And I would think that hundreds of people were baptized by Andrew in a Bali prison on death row. And the last thing that he wrote on his eulogy that I spoke um, at his funeral, which he wrote, the last couple of lines, he said this, my, moment, my last moments here on earth, I will sing out hallelujah. I ran the good race. I fought the good fight. And I came out a winner in God's eyes. And he finishes with this. As you all leave here today, who will you witness to today? His last remarks, last comments were about the witness of Jesus, the calling that every single Christian on the face of the planet has to represent Christ. And today in our Ignite series, I'm talking about personal witness. What does that look like in your life? It's a calling that we all have to be a personal witness. Because you know what? At the very end of life, at the very end of life, people who know Jesus as their personal saviour, have the assurance of their eternal destiny in his hands. Their name is written in the book of life. What they want is for other people to know this truth. And at his very last moments, he wanted people to go and witness for Jesus because it was the most important thing he could think about. Lauren's grandma, the last couple of words, Linda's mum, the last couple of words that I heard her speak. She says, Make sure the grandkids know about Jesus. That was some of her very last moments. And when you know that Jesus is the answer, he's the way, the truth, and the life, you, at the very most important, significant moments, you want others to know it. And sometimes we just needed to remember it, about how important it is. And I feel like the Holy Spirit this week, as I was preparing for this message, I feel like the Holy Spirit just reminded me again, how important is my role, is your role, is the church's role to be a witness for him? And I want to encourage you to continue this. And we all have a role to play. Eternity matters. The Bible verse that was read out um, by Ronta um, was probably, I think, one of the most significant passages in the Bible And it talks about the ministry of reconciliation. And you hear words like that and you think, what does even that mean? The ministry of reconciliation. 
And I would tell you that in most simple terms, the ministry of reconciliation, that's what the start of the passage is, is restoring friendship between man and God. Is restoring friendship between man and God. And that is what it says in verse 18. That is what Jesus did. He restored friendship between man and God because sin separates us from God. Jesus come, he makes a way through what he did. He died on the cross for the sins of the world through trusting in him. Our relationship with God is now restored. And then in the passage, it says, you and I now have the ministry of reconciliation. What does that mean? It actually means you and I, Christians, people who believe in Jesus, we have the responsibility to help people restore their relationship with God. That is what we have to play. The Holy Spirit's obviously involved in this whole process, but we, you and I are called. It says in this, we ha- he gives us the ministry of reconciliation. The church's role and my role and your role is to help restore friendship between man and God. We can't do that. That's the Holy Spirit and God, but we can live a life that makes people thirsty for the things of God. We can live a witness life to reflect Jesus that makes people look to him. And through looking to him, the Holy Spirit convicts them and they turn to Jesus and give their life to him. You with me? That's the calling that we have. And I love it. It says in verse 19, it says, he has committed us to the message of reconciliation, the message of Jesus, who was the person that reconciled us. And then in verse 20, it says, we are Christ Jesus ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. I want to encourage you today that you and I As Christians, we've been given the ministry of reconciliation. We've been given the ministry to help restore friendship between man and God. The Holy Spirit does that. But we have a part to play in that by being a witness, by sharing the good news, and by living in a way that demonstrates kingdom values. Evangelism, the word sometimes evangelism, sometimes you people, oh, I'm a Christian, but I'm not an evangelist. Well, that's an oxymoron. We're all, we're all evangelists. Some people have a natural gift in that, but we're all evangelists. We're all, we're, and the evangelism is this, the spreading of the Christian gospel, the good news of Jesus by public preaching, but at all personal witness. I'm talking about personal witness here today. I'm talking about personal witness. Every single one of us has a calling on our life, which is, the purpose of the Christian faith, to to have that, is to share that with your world, in your little groups, your work colleagues, your friendship groups, at the gym, Kim, all these different places. That's your responsibility. If you're a Christian, you're an evangelist. Let that sink in. If you're a Christian, you are someone who will speak and live And try their very best to live like Jesus. I want you to turn to the person next to you and say, you're an evangelist. You're an evangelist. Okay. Now, I want to paint this. If you're a Christian, you've been given the ministry of reconciliation, helping people restore friendship with God. That would have been difficult if you turn to the person next to you and say, say that. That's a bit, a bit longer, isn't it? But evangelist, you're an evangelist. And I want to say this clearly. The responsibility of reaching the whole world for Jesus 
is our responsibility, is our mission partnered with the Holy Spirit. I'll say that again. The responsibility of reaching the whole world for Jesus is our responsibility partnered with the Holy Spirit. You have a significant part. You can reach people that no one else can reach. And I want to just call this out. You just got to keep being you and partnering with God in this process. You just keep being in your place, doing what God wants you to do, saying yes to Him, learning more about Him, spending intimate time with Him, saying yes, being obedient. And that's playing your part. That is playing your part. But sometimes when we think about this, we can be overwhelmed because so we often think about, we think, oh, I, I can't do that. But you know what? The Holy Spirit can do that through us and through you. And I want to give you three simple things, three simple things that I believe can help us be a, a more complete personal witness or evangelist. And there's a couple of truths I want to, want to bring home is only God through the Holy Spirit can convict people of their need for Him. Let that rest in. Only God through the Holy Spirit can convict people of their need for Him. It takes the pressure off us. I cannot conv convict my mate who I've journeyed with for 15 years. I've did his wedding. I've um, did his kid's dedication. I've buried his dad. I can't, I can't force him to give his life to Jesus. But I have prayed. And I have journeyed with him for a long time. I've given him a Bible. And I said to him, mate, before you talk about Jesus, like at, not all the time, but I said, mate, just read the New Testament. Because that's what it's about. It's about Jesus. And I've done what I can do. I just journey with him. We caught up for Yum Cha the other day. and we Just do life together. But I can't force him. I can't convict him to give his life to Jesus. I can just journey with him and love him and pray and try to be the best witness I can be. People even rejected Jesus, the Messiah. You ever think about that? Jesus in the flesh. And they rejected him. I think that's pretty amazing. And I'm thinking, if, if people rejected Jesus in the flesh, I have to be okay that sometimes people may not agree with how I live. And sometimes people may not like how I live. And that is okay. But my role is to keep journeying with, with people, loving people, keep focusing on Jesus and allow my life to be an example and let God be God. And sometimes when we force our hand as evangelists, we like Bible bashers. You know, we would say, oh, he's a Bible basher. And one of their meanings is like, he's so passionate about Jesus. But sometimes we overplay our hand. But sometimes we underplay our hand. And there's a partnership, a beautiful partnership right in the middle, which takes from wrestling with God and being practical and all those things. And I believe that God wants us to wrestle with this. And you need to work out where you are on the scale. Are you someone that needs to trust God more and, you know, probably don't Bible bash people as much? Or are you someone who actually, oh, I probably need to speak up a little bit more my faith and the opportunities there. I need to journey a bit more with people. The second truth I really feel really convicted um, about this is your integrity matters when it comes to a personal witness. Your integrity matters. It is not just something, it is everything. Your integrity matters. 
Now, right now, if you're a human, you're probably thinking, oh, all the shortcomings, all the things how I've, oh, yeah, I'm not really great at this. But I want to tell you this. We want to cast those beat-ups aside because that is not of God. And I want to tell you something that God revealed to me through the Holy Spirit. And he said to me, Mark, perfection is not required to be authentic or show integrity. Let that sink into your spirits today. Perfection is not required to be authentic or show integrity. Think about that. You know, people go, oh, Christians are hypocrites. I'm like, yeah. We're just imperfect people trying to be like Jesus. And I'm okay. We don't need perfection to be, have integrity. What we need is a teachable spirit to put a hand up when we have shortcomings, to say sorry quickly, to be an example of grace. People can show integrity not by being perfect. People can show integrity by striving their best and being quick to say sorry, to show grace. And to strive to live by the kingdom values that they believe and profess. People are attracted to people who live with integrity. It is something in building us. We just want people that we can trust and who are honest. Ever say that? Ever just want a politician? I don't even need to like them. I just want someone to be honest. Don't give me all the fluff. Just be honest. I'm drawn to that. And people are as well. And the last thing is this. Get your head around this a little bit. The third thing to help us to be a more effective witness is this. Strive to be intentional about invitation. Strive to be intentional about invitation. Invitation matters invitation matters i'm not just saying just invite people to come to church no no i'm talking about invitation to journey side by side giving the opportunity for people to experience christian community and hear from time to time snippets of the gospel in order to make them thirsty for the things of god invitation an invitation to take your neighbor out for coffee you don't normally do that. Oh, I thought it'd be nice, but let's catch up for coffee. And before you get there, Lord, I pray if there's an opportunity just to speak into something. Oh, you find out that um, her grandmother's sick. Oh, do you mind if I pray for that? Oh, it's a bit bold. But I'm just saying, you just, these things, side by side, evangelism is the way to go. Then, then you go for a walk, play sport, could be to a program or coffee. But invitation is important. And we need to be intentional about invitation. So I'm thinking today that we are called, we are called to help restore friendship between man and God. And we can't do that alone. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. And the question I want to ask you today is this. What's just one thing that the Holy Spirit is prompting you to, so that you can be a more effective witness for him? It could be just to pray more about your friends. It could be to be obedient to the Holy Spirit because that has an overflow on other things. It could be that you want to be more bold in your invitation. It could be, for instance, there's one area in your life when it comes to integrity that you know that's not right and God just wants to gently come and address that. 
I'm going to have, I'm going to be, be quiet for one minute, just let the Holy Spirit um, speak. And then we're going to sing a song. We're going to sing a song. And I want it to be an anthem. And you know how sometimes we come to church and we, we're contemplative because we're trying to like, you know, focus on the Holy Spirit. I want, I want us today to leave today a little bit fired up. A little bit of the overflow of the Holy Spirit. A bit of like, you know, you've run up the stairs at Rocky and you're like, dun, 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 and you feel like you take on the world, you know? That's what I want today. It's because sometimes life is hard. And it is hard trying to be a witness at the same time live your life that you need to live. And I'm thinking, I just want to encourage you today that God absolutely adores you. He does. And he wants to love you into being who he has called you to be. And you are his message to the world, to the world that you live, the places that you go and the people you interact with. You are his message. You are his light post. And he wants you to be as effective as you can for him. And I believe deep down in every Christian's heart, they want to be the best example they can be for him. Would you agree? So we're just going to have a minute silence, just let the Holy Spirit speak. After that, the team's going to come. And as we, they play, whatever, for you, as your personal like. You can still respond. You can come down the front if you like. But I want you to, as, as time, to stand as saying, God, I'm going to stand for you. And we're going to sing this anthem out. So let's just have some quiet and the team will come up. Always great when we get to hear uh, Mark talk from the Word. Uh, he's so passionate. I guess what you probably didn't hear in that was a little bit earlier when he was giving us a bit of a talk on, on money. There was uh, a big thunderstorm at church, knocked out the power for a little bit. And uh, yeah, he's so unflappable, Mark, that it didn't, uh, didn't affect him, even cracked a few jokes. But uh, great to hear him bring us the Word. Great encouragement from, from Mark. And I do hope that you were able to get something um, out, of, uh, out of that sermon and maybe even something out of the podcast as well. That is our aim here each week on the Shire Salvos podcast. As we get close to Christmas, make sure that you don't ever hesitate to reach out uh, to other people at church, whether that's people in the church office or the ministry team. They're always here uh, to speak to you and, and to be, a, um, a, I guess, a shoulder to cry on or an ear to listen, um, especially as we get towards what can be a tricky period of the year for a lot of people. Um, but uh, yeah, also to, um, yeah, just, just to reach out. I know it can, it can be a difficult time, so please don't, uh, please don't hesitate to, to reach out. Also, if you can uh, volunteer in any capacity, please do contact those Names and numbers we gave you a little bit earlier in, in the podcast. That would be a massive help uh, to our church as we move towards December 25. But until uh, next Monday afternoon, we'll have a brand new episode, episode of the Shire Salvos podcast. Make sure you look after yourself, stay safe, God bless, and we'll catch you next week.